3: a very good afternoon to you our cherished listeners and viewers it is always indeed super super excited to come your way every wednesday with your favorite business development program on radio masterclass masterclass is powered by joy business and brought to us by goyle Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by First Code Management Services. They say industry. Get it right. We're always excited when we come your way every Wednesday with master class because here we get to share thoughts, share ideas and build our economy, build our businesses and become better for it. Like I always say here on the show, life is too short to make all the mistakes yourself. And therefore let's learn from the mistakes of others so that together we can make a nation great. And strong in the last couple of weeks, five weeks, I think it was. We spent great time here on the show having a conversation on facilities management. We had here with us in the studio the president of IFMA, and he shared some wonderful thoughts with us that were great takeaways from that conversation. And I know that all of our, our facility managers across the country who listened into that show have picked up one or two things. And one of the things that he mentioned here was that sometime in the month of September, there is going to be training available for facilities management and therefore do take advantage of it. As we always do, it's a new month and therefore we move on to another conversation, one that is also going to bring great impact and information to us as business people and as entrepreneurs. And that's in the area of industrial relations. So if you like, you say labor relations It's one of those things that always causes sensations because there are lots of people in this country, apart from those who own their own businesses, there are a lot of people who work for other people also. And when we talk about labor relations or industrial relations, what exactly is it about? What does it even entail? Why does it cause so much tension? You hear of, I mean, words like strike, you know, you hear of unions, union meetings, you hear of picketing unfair termination. Those are some of the terminologies that you hear, wrongful dismissals. I know this is going to be a very heated uh, um, next four weeks because it affects a number of us and we all want to share thoughts share thoughts and share understanding and share information on what this whole thing is and how we can make it better, if you like, or operate it better for mutual benefit, for mutual benefit. We will be looking at a number of areas, but in today's conversation, you know, like Sami said a few minutes ago, we'll be focusing on the topic area of worker management relations, worker management relations. Essentially, this sort of connotes the fact that there are two um, people or sites in the conversation, which is management staff and Um, employees or staff who work for the organization and how the relationship between the two of them is managed, should be managed for better output. And we're going to be looking at that um, into detail. I'm privileged again to have with me here in the studio a very renowned resource person. I'll be mentioning his name shortly. He has been in the HR field for over 25 years. He's an HR professional and his specialization is in the area of industrial relations He was in Valco for many, many years, over 18 years in Valco, working on industrial relations and helping the HR delivery in that environment. He's currently a lecturer at the Chartered Institute of Human Resource Management Practitioners here in Ghana and he has a wealth of experience to share with us here on the show. Welcome with me here on the show, Mr. Ben Jones Agbai. Thank you. Ben, you're welcome to the show. Thank, you. Thank I'm, you. I'm excited. You know, before before we came on air, we're having a very hearty conversation, sure. and I think that your heartbeat essentially was to was not necessarily to look at the, the regulation or the law and the provisions that lie therein, and in, 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 in other words, throwing the book at, at each other, but looking at how we can work the human relations aspect of the entire process, you know, to to make the process better. I know you are itching to share some thoughts with us, but I've got some, some great information for, for, for our listeners also. If you're listening to us anywhere, you have a company you want to set up, First Code Management Service has some great news for you. And so if you're looking to form a company, you're looking for help in accounting and research, in market entry, in training and capacity building, Go no further or look no further. First Code Management Services are here to help your business and you can locate them today at 68 Westlands Boulevard, West Legon, or you can visit them at www.firstcodelimited.com. First Code Management Services, they say industry, get it right. You can also give them a call on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Uncle Ben, talk to us about industrial relations let's sort of build a foundation if you like and take it slowly so that people can understand the conversation the way we want to share it we're not here to pitch uh, staff against management neither are we here to pitch management against staff but we're here to say that listen we're all human beings that's one thing we have in common how can we work that humanity in us to bring to bear a good worker management
4: relation let's set that tone in this conversation today Thank you very much, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to be on this platform mm. and to share my perspectives on this issue of industrial relations, but starting today with uh, management worker relations. You know, um, I want to, to be connected to people down there. Mm. This discussion is not for the big corporations, <laughs> even though the principles i will be talking about mm-hmm. run through... I mean, the big corporations. Yes. But today, I want to connect to uh, entrepreneurs, businessmen, mm-hmm. business manager, mm-hmm. somebody who has some small money mm-hmm. and wants to start some business. Mm-hmm. He has all the logistics, equipment. I want to focus today on the people's side, mm-hmm. so that putting the people's side to the logistics, the equipment, everything, he can deliver and can make money. Mm-hmm. So le- let's 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 take um, a case of um, one Mister Mrs. Natty. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, both of them have just lost their jobs through this uh, bank closures, COVID, etc. Mm-hmm. They have some money. They are holding on to the money. They are scared, but they are thinking that. They cannot continue to hold on to the money other at the back. They can make some money mm-hmm. out of the business out of the money. Some money out of the out of the, the money they have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have been researching for a business opportunity. Eventually they've got one. They want to do a bakery. They've made out that there's no bakery in their neighborhood. So if people perhaps this uh, want to buy pastries and bread and those kind of things, they may have to either walk out or drive out of the community. So in their minds, they are sure that a small business, just for the two of them, they don't want any other person. They just want a small oven. They can make some money. They are very particular about the money. So they don't want to introduce do start a big business that they can lose control of, and then I mean, their situation becomes even worse than they are in now. Mm-hmm. You see, I'm mentioning the money because uh, the money aspect is very important, it's a heartbeat, it's a heartbeat, <laughs> yes, of this management worker relation, industrial mm-hmm. relation, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they've put together everything and they've started some small baking, and you know, for all you know. They started making money. Mm. The market has just embraced their products that I mean, they are turning out to the market. And it has occurred to them that the two of them, they are about 45, 40, 30, 43, they cannot do this thing day and night because you have to go to um, where you need the flour, bring it home, cut it put the frying, uh, baking pans, etc. They cannot do it, mm-hmm. continue. More so, when the demand for their products is increasing. Mm-hmm. So, they have decided to bring in some people to come and help them. Contrary to their initial position. Contrary to their initial mm-hmm. thinking that, hey, this is just a small business. Of course, they are also see some opportunity. Money making opportunity, money opportunity. That hey, if we are able to increase this, we will make more money. Mm-hmm. They, so they, we need people. So they have searched through friends, etc., and they have got some, some bakers, uh, and they've invited them, say, yeah, we can help you. They are bringing in workers. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they bring in one or two, three workers to come and help, a relationship is beginning to be established. management, Mr. and Mrs. Nate are turning into management. And the few bakers that they are bringing in, they've got an old jalopy that they are using to distribute the bread. Now Mr. Mr. Nate doesn't have to go out and distribute the bread. So they've brought in a driver, etc. Before they are away, they've brought in about 20 people. The business has started. Is growing, it's expanding. The business is expanding, growing. They can see begin to see money, but you know, their eyes are on the money. Because they had thought about how to apply the money, whether to take it for take it for that bills, or go into this business. So their eyes are constantly on the money. So they brought in these people to come and help them. Mm-hmm. Don't help them, help their business. So that means they can make money and they can also make money. And let me quickly point out something. You see, the economics of every employee or employees is tied directly to the economics of their business. When the business makes money, the employees will make money. You cannot work at ABC and go and get your salary from XYZ. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to point out that this afternoon, and um, we should workers should be constantly aware of the fact that their prosperity as employees is tied to me the prosperity of their business. So they've brought in these people. What do you think, me, Mr. and Mrs. Natty are looking for? Mr. Nathie, Mr. and Mrs. Natty are looking for me workers who are really into the business. They understand. They begin to identify with their business. Mr. and Mrs. Nate are looking for hardworking people. Mr. and Mrs. Nate are looking for workers who have the right attitudes. You know, later we'll, talk, we'll be talking about this attitude, but let me just for now, I mean, take us along this way. So Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Nati mean they want a return on their investment. Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Nati are looking for efficiency. Mr. Mister are looking for profit, reward for the risk they have taken. They are looking for that. I said that do not take the trumpet and blow it to the workers. that hey, this is what we are looking for in this business. But they are looking for all of this, efficiency. They want these people who are working for them to come out and work efficiently. They will not like to tolerate scrap because scrap, you either sell it as scrap, mean below the value of the product, or turn it around again using energy to bring it up again, and that is cost money. So, the expectation of these people, high standards of performance, like I've said, we'll be talking about some of the things that they they need to do to bring about the high standard of performance, etc. What do you think the workers are looking for? These workers who are on the streets, looking for work to do, they're looking for money to maintain their families. So, You cannot blame them. When they come in, they are looking for good pay. They are looking for challenging and rewarding employment. They
3: have expectations.
4: They have expectations. And justifiably, these are good expectations. Because they've left their homes to come and work for you. Another thing they are looking for, is an environment devoid of uh, high-handedness, capriciousness, arbitrariness. I fire you! Bullshit, man. Get out from here. It's a business for you. They are not looking for any of those kind of things. Has mm. treatment. So, they are looking for good pay. They are looking for good treatment. I mean, they are looking for safe working environment. They don't want to be hurt. And of course, Mr. and Mrs. Natia don't want their workers to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So, When you look at the needs, the the expectations of Mr. and Mrs. Nati versus the few workers that he has brought in. And their expectations that they come along with. It can become a bit conflictual. Mm. You are now setting the stage for management worker relations. Mm -hmm. In these discussions, as we go along in, in, in the subsequent weeks, I'll be talking about the category of workers who will need to help us build the desired appropriate management worker relations. So, just even though I don't want to be theoretically driven in these discussions, I want to put three categories of workers into um, an oblong, something like an oblong. Mm -hmm. At the top, Mr. and Mrs. Nati. I mean, they are the strategic apex of this small bakery. The strategic apex. Mm-hmm. You can call it the CEO. You can call it the senior money. Whatever you want, you can call it. Shareholders. Owners. Sh- shareholders. Owners. <laughs> but because of the, the pattern and the nature of the discussion I'll be having later, I would like to put this thing to context of, I mean, strategic apex. And then down there, the operating core. The operating core are the people who bring value to the business. So, we have the bakers. Then we have um, people who need the dough. The bakers, I mean, the driver who drives out the bread, the pastries, I mean, to Kuala and those places. I mean, this are the operating core. the maintenance a few mechanics that he has over there. Mm. When, I mean, some of the equipment are, are developing some problems, I mean, they can fix it. This category of workers are called the operating core. They bring business to, they bring value to the business. Yeah. They bring the money. Sales. They are the operating core. Mm-hmm. So, you have the the strategic apex at the top and then you have the operating call. Mr. and Mrs. Nati have also realized that there must be some kind of supervision because they have started working around 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Bread must be ready by 6 a.m. They must dry out bread, meat pie. So they have decided that this business should not kill us. Let's bring some people in between us and these workers mm-hmm. who can supervise them. In other words, they are taking some burden of Mr. and Mrs. Nati. Mm-hmm. As the business expands, you can have marketing, you can have sales. Uh, at this stage, probably you don't want to burden yourself with a very large HR Mean kind of thing, so I'll be talking about the strategic apex. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking about the operating core, and in between the operating core and the strategic apex, I'll be talking about mean the line or the line managers mm-hmm. who are between the strategic apex and the operating core. Right. Now, the things that we need to do to get the operating call to be motivated to continue to work, work without scraps, come to work early, they are different from, somehow different from, I mean, the things that the line managers need to do to get these people motivated. Mm-hmm. The reason is this. When the worker leaves home and comes to work, after these expansions and additional employment of middle-line people, they don't work with Mr. and Mrs. Natty anymore. When they come to work, they go to their supervisors, or what we call line managers. So, what are the kind of things that the line managers must do, knowledge and skills that they must have, to be able to manage the operating core. And then the overall, what are the kind of things that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Natty or senior management need to do with the line management and the operating core so that the business will prosper efficiently, reward, profit. So in trying to put this into context, this is the kind of things that we want to think about. Um, I don't want us to talk about I mean the union or the external agencies outside this heater to family thing that Mr. Mrs. Nati has established with his operating call with the help of the line management. I don't want us to get there. You see, in, in my practice and my experience, um you could, you could do this industrial relations, worker management relations, with the application of the law or enterprise management activities to get the results. So, at this stage, we are not talking about the union. You can run this business in a non-unionized environment. And you can also write, do this business in a unionized environment. The law says that the workers have the right to form a union, but please, uh, my listeners, I, I don't want us to rush into the union arena. Mm. Because the National Labor Commission, the labor law application of all of that to get the desired results, in fact, based on my experience, they don't produce the desired results. They produce ramps. You see, the law prescribes how people should go about marrying each other. What you need to have in place, the conditions you need to meet if you want to marry. Is that not it? That's correct. Okay. But after they are married, the law doesn't run the marriage.
3: (laughs) The law doesn't teach romance. (laughs) The law doesn't
4: teach romance. The law, uh, what happens in the house It's not everything that the law has prescribed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, over the years, and when I was working at Valko, Mm -hmm. we have worked very hard to work outside the law. That doesn't mean that we don't appreciate the law. But I've come to realize that post-enterprise interventions Mm -hmm. in industrial relations worker management relations do not really yield the the, the, the desired result that we need Mm -hmm. because if you and your workers you cannot handle the issue manage the issue you know the terrain at the workplace, at the enterprise you are not able to manage it handle it and you want to go and bring a compulsory arbitrator who is only going to look at the narration you have given to him for him to make a determination for you. How can you use that to run industrial relations? So, um, I'll be coming out to talk about the National Labor Commission. I'll be talking about the unions, the national unions, their role. And when the worker decide to get into the arena of unionization. The unions can play a vital role. They, in fact, they always do great, some of them do great jobs. Mm. I've worked with some of them at the ICU. I mean, they do great jobs. But I don't want to get into that yet. The National Labor Commission, the Tripartite Committee, mm. yes, we need them to come out with But for now, I want us to focus our discussions mm. on the like, things that we need to do at the enterprise to bring about efficiency, productivity, mm-hmm. and profit. I can see the passion with which we're
3: sharing <laughs> these thoughts, but I want us to get interactive. Let me just quickly apologize to our <laughs> listeners and our viewers. The passion is <laughs> with, with which the, the conversation is being had You know, is why we used a certain word on air. Uh, we apologize, was a bit harsh. And uh, what he was trying to say was that sometimes managers use harsh words against our staff and this was what came out in that we do apologize for that we'll be getting interactive very shortly but this is master class if you've just tuned in and we're having a conversation here in the studio with mr ben jones hr professional he's had hr experience over 25 years of it under his belt currently a lecturer at the chartered institute of human resource management practitioners so we want to get interactive we're discussing industrial relations where management context so today we're sort of setting the platform for the conversation but we want to get interactive and um, so that we'll be able to pick um, your thoughts right now. When we get back, we will open the phone nights, but we also want to mention quickly that our sponsors for the show today, Goyle, is a sponsor of the show today. Goyle, they say good energy and their first good management services are also sponsoring us today. And also Lancaster University is also one of our new sponsors here on Masterclass. Lancaster University. We'll be spending some time with them in the coming weeks sharing some thoughts on exactly what offering they have and what what their um, so that's a unique proposition is so that you can always um, walk up to them and and pick up something, some information from them as well. We'll take a quick message from our sponsors. When we come back, we open the phone lines. We do that right now.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify. <laughs> Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.
5: of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailored solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. First Code Management Services is your first point of call for your management support services. Talk to us today. Call us on 0302 297 2263 or 0302 297 2264. Locate us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagon, or visit FirstCodeLimited.com for more. Industry. Get it right. i <laughs> Our favorite on air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302 216541. Or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551 1119 97 and our facilitators will address your concerns Attention everyone Class is in progress
3: Welcome back If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass and we're here having a conversation on industrial relations with HR consultant and professional Mr. Benz Ben Jones, I beg your pardon. The phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also send us your comments on 55 That's 55 Pick up that phone. Give us a call. Let's have a conversation. I know that this area of industrial relations or labor relations is one that is fraught with a lot of differences of opinion, if you like, almost controversy, if you like. And these are the things that result in formation of unions, on picketing, on strikes, on you know, industrial actions and all of that. So they were setting the tone for the conversation and we're saying that we should probably begin to look at this conversation, not only from the position of the law, but also from the position of the human beings who are involved. There is humanity in all of us. Can we somewhat work that humanity to address the issues of labor relations so that there's mutual benefit? all the time. Mr. Agbai, who's been doing this for over 18 years in Valku, says, yes, it is possible. He has done that. He will share a few scenarios with us without giving too much detail. But let's hear what you think. What do you think? Pick up that phone and give us a call. While we're waiting for the phone lines to ring, just remind us also that Joy Business comes your way again this evening at 6pm on social media. And we'll be having a conversation with Mr. Desmond Ahia, who's a group accountant of the Bank of Scotland. That um, conversation will be hosted by our head of Joy Business, Odelia Ntiamwa. Do make a date. The topic for conversation will be positioning your books for investment. Positioning your books for investment. Odelia will be hosting that show and will be spending time with Mr Desmonda here, who's a group accountant of the Bank of Scotland. Time is 6 p.m. and is on social media. So by all means, do go on our Facebook page and join that conversation live. First Code Management Services also have some wonderful information for us, and they are saying that if you have any company of any kind, you're forming a company, you, you're looking for accounting, you're looking for someone to look through your books to help you with training, with capacity building. First Code Management Services are your first point of call, and they're saying that call them today or talk to them on zero three zero two two nine seven two. Two six three or zero three zero two two nine seven two two six four. You can locate them at sixty A Westlands Boulevard, Wesleygon, or visit them at www.firstcodelimited.com. They say industry get it right. Goyle also has some wonderful information for us. The Goyle higher-grade fuels have been tried and tested and proven and accepted over the years as the most suitable for all our engine types, and this includes the latest vehicles with the most modern angels. In addition, these superior qualities... Goyle's higher grade fuels are further fortified with the XP3 additive functional enhancers and they help your engine to function better. You can get this product in every Goyle station, not just selected stations, but every Goyle station that you come across. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Waiting for those phone lines to ring. Pick up that phone. Give us a call 302 That's 0302-216-541. Or send us your comments on 055-1111 nine nine seven labor relations industrial relations what is your experience you're an hr professional you're you're in a company you're working is there a union in your company what happens how do you handle your union processes or your labor processes if you do not have a union what have you read about what do you know is what pertains and how should it be handled let's hear your thoughts let's have a conversation together and let's make it um a country better for it it's like i'm coming back to you you know while waiting for the phone lines to ring And I I feel your heart when you say that the people who you employ to come and help your business, scenario in case uh, Mr. and Mrs. Nati, they come with an expectation. But they come into an environment where there is already an expectation that exists for Mr. and Mrs. Nati, which expectation is to multiply the little money that they have through the business venture that they have chosen, which is the bakery in this case. Now, the person coming in also says, I want to come and help you achieve your target but I, while doing that, I want to also achieve my target, which is that I want to be provided for. I want security. I want to be able to send my children to school. I want, I want to work in an environment that is not harsh, that's friendly, that nobody's yelling at me every time, and nobody's threatening me that they're going to fire me. So those expectations obviously bring the difference. Mm-hmm. Now you go on to say that when there's one, two, or three of such new people, then the probability and the, the permutations and the combinations change, and now they are a number of expectations mapped to the central expectation which then maps back to each other and then it begins to get complex now wherever there's been trouble here on earth human beings have been (laughs) involved so the question i ask is what's the reality and and you've done this before that's why i asked this question what's the reality in managing a combination of different expectations within the same space
4: is that even possible yeah, it's possible. At the end of the day, uh, those expectations must be synchronized into some central expectations that cuts across all the workers, because one major expectation mm. of kujumensa, amamanza, mm-hmm. and call them whatever, mm-hmm. is they want pay, and they want good pay. Hold that thought. I've got Sarah Manful from Winneba. Sarah says, good day to all and
3: great discussions there. Yeah, well, I'm interested in the worker Union discussions. So Sarah, pick up that phone and give us a call. We want to hear your voice on the show today. Sarah, you can call us on 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. Pick up the phone. Let's hear your thoughts. Are you in an HR um, position or do you know someone who is? How are you handling your worker Union um, conversations? Let's hear what you have to say. Let's go on, Sarah.
4: Um, you know, one of the things that I want to emphasize as we mean, go on with the discussions mm-hmm. is that I see a lot of vulnerability of people nowadays as a result of the unemployment situation that mm-hmm. we are in. And I can also sense strongly the needs of people who have gotten some small money, money I want to go into business mm. and are doing some business. And my message for them is that hey, business manager, mm-hmm. do your business, but bear in mind that it is the people who are going to do the work with you. And carry you along. And carry you along. Oh, that's what i And yeah. I have a caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're
3: welcome to masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from. Good
6: afternoon, my name is Ken, I'm calling from Achimota. Talk to me, Ken. I'm listening to the program and I really enjoy the way the consultant is talking about the relations between the employer and the employees. Right. Uh, You know, more employees, when they come to work or when they apply for a job, their first point of call is how much they are going to get. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how much they are going to pay without thinking how much they are going to give to their employer. And being an employer, you can also assess or to know how much you are going to earn from your employee hmm. before you can uh, manage or tell him how much you can also afford to pay. Right. The problem we have in Ghana between the employers and the employees mm. is just like cat and rat layer situation. Mm-hmm. When you open a business, your first enemies, your first ever enemies for opening a business or doing any business in Ghana is your employees. <laughs> they are your first I mean those enemies. are those are harsh words, but please go on. <laughs> yeah, that, and that is a fact. Mm. if you may be robbed, if somebody may steal, if somebody may do something, if mm. somebody may report you to the GRS, somebody may report you to SNES, somebody may report, it will come from your employees. Mm. So I am an employer. That is why I... I, I, I so yes. I know what I'm talking about. Yes. I am an employer, so I know what I'm talking about. Mm. And it is very unfortunate in our country that because of someone, because of someone that you see, maybe you'll be called to answer questions from the court or from the GRA or from the uh, slate or whatever. Mm. It will be sad. So I want the consultant to advise employees, mm. the workers, that before even you can ask for increase of your remuneration or your salary, you have to know how much you are giving to your employer. Right. Okay. That is very important. Right. You know, in Ghana, you know why we have a lot of uh, uh, graduate empl- uh, 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 Unemployment, uh, unemployees. You know why? Tell me. Because he knows that he's a graduate. He holds master's degree. He holds uh, what degree. He holds what degree. Your employer don't have that degree. And for that matter, because of my certificate, you have to give me thousand five hundred a month. Not because of what I'm going to offer, but because of my certificate.
3: Oh, I think I lost Ken there, but he was making a very wonderful point. Is, is Ken still on? I don't think he's on. We've lost Ken. Ken, I'm so sorry. Uh, but he was making a very wonderful point that the reason that people are still unemployed is because they have a high expectation. And Ken seems to be coming from one side of the conversation. I saw you nodding your head. Maybe a few thoughts very quickly before so, we... I, I
4: share to some extent... His passion, yes. As an employer, like I've said... Yeah. I mean, Mr. Business Nati have just lost their job. It's jobs. very painful. You know, the, the, and they have this money that they want to turn around. Mm-hmm. So, to them... Nothing is more important than how to get that money to start working. In mm-hmm. fact, if they had gone in for a bank loan, maybe the first payment, uh, maybe in, due. interest payments, maybe due. Maybe due. Yeah. Because they have not made any money yet. Yeah. So their mind is on how to make money, how to protect the capital they have put into it. So that means they don't get into the situation they have they found themselves again. So so you cannot blame them, Mm. but they need to understand that the person who is also coming to do the work for him also deserves some pay. So how do you measure value for money? The person
3: says, how much are you... Sometimes people come in with an overrated value of themselves. So how do you determine or how do you have that conversation? I'm coming in and I think that, listen and the best thing that happened to you since sliced bread, you think that the work you are going to do will not be, to even put me in the negative. I won't make money out of it. How do we achieve the equilibrium, if you like? It, you see, um,
4: Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Mrs. Nati can do some market research mm-hmm. to, find out the, to find out how much me bake, be, bakeries in similar you right. situations. You are right. And the information but is available. I want to, I want to say something. Mm. If you work for a bank that has been established today, mm-hmm. you should not expect to be paid as a worker in a bank like Standard Chartered that have grown over the years mm. to where they are now. I mm-hmm. mean, in terms of assets and everything, mm and can pay certain level of salaries. Yeah. I think um, the, the view of our friend who called, mm-hmm. and probably that is some, one of the problems that we have, mm-hmm. is that some workers tend to have an exaggerated expectation. You cannot enter a business today, and the man is sitting in his small room calculating when the next payment, loan payment is due, I expect that it should be paid like a bakery of mean uh But let me ask a question,
3: uh-huh. sir. And I, I ask that question because I want to be on the other side of the conversation, yes. just so we can have perspective. The, one of the basic human instincts is survival. Yeah. Now, I went to school. Whether somebody paid my fees, whether the government gave me loan or not, my parents paid for me, there's a value on me. I'm a class one baker with a class one certificate. Depends on where I work. I'll get paid differently. Okay. But there should be a basic line below which I shouldn't go. Yeah. And even as a nation, we have a um, minimum wage. Yeah. So if I'm coming to your company and I have a certain expectation, while I understand that the strength of your company plays in how much I get paid, is it wrong for me to have an expectation that I am worth this and nothing lower than that?
4: Yeah, you see, it could be worth whatever you think you are worth, mm-hmm. but the company must have the ability to pay you. I see what you mean. So I can carry my worth on my head
3: I can find a place that can pay my worth. Is that what you, Look, I mean? That's what we are saying literally.
4: People, people come to multimedia joy. Mm. They have all sorts of qualifications, and they have certain views about themselves. Meaning, just mean, mean mm-hmm. what they think they are worth. Yeah. But joy is not BBC or CNN. Mm-hmm. So, you don't expect joy or multimedia to pay you, me as a worker of CNN. Yeah, because each organization has its paying capacity and ability. That's true. So that's where the negotiation comes in, isn't it? So in a unionized environment, that is where the union articulates the views of the workers, etc., and then they meet with management and negotiate. Mm. But I'm saying that even in a non-unionized environment, it's possible for both management and the workers to come together and agree. Mm. I've said something. That if the company doesn't do well, if the bakery does well, Mr. Bissena will not be so wicked as not to give something good. But is that always the case?
3: When you have held that, that, and I'm sure, right? Is it, I'm sure that on this show, yeah. in the next four weeks, you will hear cases where people will call in and say, they've helped companies to grow. You see, so I think that it's both sides of the conversation. Yeah. Where they've helped companies to grow, and in your, in your good heart, you expected the company to reach back to you, but they didn't. So sometimes, I think, I don't know, I mean, you are the professional, but I think that there's a lot of sentiment on this conversation. Yeah. What should we take away from today's conversation, and what are we going to do next week? What I want to take from this conversation is that... If we forget everything, what should we take away?
4: I want to particularly reach out to young entrepreneurs. Mm Mean.
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
4: Who have invested some money into a business opportunity? I want to tell them that they should take their time. Okay. I mean, workers who have been hired into these organizations mm-hmm. must also take their time. The oh. business mm-hmm. will grow. Mr. and Mrs. Nache should treat their workers with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of the fact that they must be paid for business to grow, survive and grow. Mm-hmm. And over time, they will all begin to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Um, Issues regarding to specific
2: uh, needs. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.